Come on, let's go. Come on. Let's go. with Mario. Mario, what you talking about now? Know your role and shut your mouth. That's right. Episode two is how we get down. It's the Final Approach Podcast. What up? It's Mario. You get things cracking. We're a little late. We had a couple things going on. My boy Bobby Digital's on it, though, so it's all gravy. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, here's the deal. We're on Facebook Live, uh, and obviously we're recording. We're going to stick this up later. So if you want to if you wanna get in any comments or any questions, feel free to just hit us up on Facebook. We're rolling live, uh, and you could easily comment, ask a question, do whatever. I got a couple reports I want to run through um, just on uh, Flyway stuff to kind of give you a, an idea on, on what's happening and what's going on. So we could run through that. I see my boy Corey Hart's uh, checking us out in Missouri. So um, the first thing I'll get to is uh, we're going to start up FA Fridays again. Uh, that's starting tomorrow, which would be Friday the 1st. It's Halloween night, kind of. We're just getting cracking. So uh, we're going to start FA Fridays tomorrow. That's free stuff, and all you got to do is, you know, click to win it's pretty simple so you can you can kind of get in on that so that's all starting tomorrow hey bobby can you grab me there's a fa um uh hard drive over there a little one with the little duck on it that's where all my reports are i forgot i gotta pull that over awesome can you give me that cord too because i don't have that one over here so um i got a couple reports that i'll run through uh Corey's holler at me from missouri so i'm gonna get I'm going to get the Midwest up. Everybody's getting some cold temperatures, which is awesome. So it's about time we uh, maybe get a real winter this year and one that doesn't just come and freeze us out and then just gets lost and then takes all the birds with it. We don't need we don't need that, okay? So we're trying to get as, as up-to-date info as we can. So let me pull some info for you guys. Um, another thing for you guys to check out is make sure you hit up uh, our – YouTube channel. We got a bunch of videos up there on how to anything, any of the products, what's going on, some hunting tips, some other stuff. We're adding videos to that like every day. So all you got to do is hit that up and go there. Uh, Tyler just checked in from Northeast Missouri. Thanks, Tyler. I'm going to try to get you guys. Maybe maybe you've been seeing some other stuff too, but I'm going to get to Corey's, Corey's read here in a second and a couple other guys to kind of get everybody kind of updated because that's really what everybody wants to know. It's getting cold. Birds are moving. And that's what we need. So uh, I could start us in uh, in Missouri. Uh, Corey said there's been snows and specks ripping through all week. Uh, and then hammering fields in the afternoons. 
and uh, he said big water showing a lot of birds. So lots of stuff going on. So uh, you guys are starting soon, so be ready for that. Um, thank you, Steve, who's shouting out from Illinois on the St. Louis uh, – Near St. Louis. Let's see what else I got going. Well, let's start. Let's start way up north. Like I, we just got back from Canada. We had Riley on last week, talking about uh, everything that he went through. That that was the guy who won the hunt uh, that we gave away last year. And we are going to have another hunt that we're going to give away. Just stay tuned, and uh, we'll probably have details around April. Uh, but my buddy Brad Fenson, who's an outdoor writer up in Canada, he's in Alberta. Uh, there's still lots of mallards and honkers up there. Uh, Southern Alberta seem to be loaded. The snow geese, which this is the craziest thing, the snow geese uh, are slowly starting to slip through now. Um, but he's saying there's lots of food to hold them up there. I mean, usually the snows have ripped through already, but, man, they have just taken their time this year. So I think, I think the snows is going to be kind of a slower thing, but I think when it starts, it's going to be gangbusters. So be ready to uh be ready to do that when they get going uh, my buddy d draper who's in utah these are all friends of the family let's call them we don't we don't have any influencers or ambassadors at this point i just got friends of the family let's call it you know what i mean so that's that's what i got so d's saying uh they're in the end of a split on their goose season uh when it resumes which is coming this weekend uh, lows in the teens, a lot of geese will be moving around. Uh, and he said a lot of the farmers have began to, uh, chop corn in the central and south end of the state. So perfect timing for, uh, the migrating birds ripping through to get down there. He said some still waters freezing, uh, on the golf courses and the other stuff, which would be good for everybody. They'll have to start moving to the salt or other places. Uh, <clears throat> and if you got a report and you want to throw it in, just hit us up on, uh, Hit us up on Facebook Live and 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 throw it in there. Give me some brief info, and we'll bust it up for everybody so they know they know what's going on. Uh, and of course, D's got his swan tag. He said the swan numbers are kind of picking up too, so that should be popping in the next two weeks too. So that's there. Uh, if you want to go all the way over to Ohio, Stephen Reinhold, Stephen and I are heading down to. Um, Oklahoma this weekend. I leave in the morning. He's already down there. So uh, we're supposed to hook up with Evan at uh, Tornado Country Outfitters and give him a go down there in Oklahoma. They open this weekend and he said it's just loaded with birds. So they had a little, the guys up north there of them had a little bit of snow and some other stuff and cold and it's pushed a ton of birds down. So and you could shoot cranes in Oklahoma. So that should be an adventure. So we just did that in Saskatchewan. So we can go, go down there and chase those and get after it so that's that's pretty good uh goose and duck season's open in ohio they're going okay still lots of crops in the fields and standing so uh, as soon as the harvest starts they'll be you know best is yet to come there so you can kind of hold that hold that slot and be ready um shout out to dave in northwest indiana thanks for checking us out uh rich yoder my homeboy in pennsylvania who just got hitched uh he got married in October, like the beginning of October. He's like, hey, can you come to the wedding? I go, bro, don't you know it's duck season? Like, are you nuts? Come on, Rachel. Get with the program. Come on. You know what I'm saying? So uh, he said waterfowl season is a few weeks away, but the geese are starting to pile in. Lots of migra uh, migrators, uh, and still the residents are active. Duck season was slow, um, which I get that. That's, that's PA for you. 
but the river ducks and the big water ducks and everybody else, you'd be chasing them pretty quick. So that's coming. That's coming pretty soon. Um, and I got Corey's. Uh, Travis is in Washington. So Travis is just north of me. So I'm in Oregon. So Travis, Travis started in Saskatchewan like me. Uh, lots of juvies he said on the snows and specs and they got into the snows pretty good. We got into the, um, we got into the, uh, Roskies thick. So he said very little birds here in Washington, uh, and still shooting locals. So I get it. So the big numbers are yet to push. So we just started pushing a little bit of ducks and, and getting going now. So it's gonna, it's gonna get better. So all you got to do is hang in there and, uh, and be ready to go. Uh, Let's see. Here's Tyler. Tyler's giving me info. He's got a good push of ducks in last night in northeast Missouri and some honkers. I know, about an inch and a half of snow. I know the guys that uh, – talked to the guys at Rogers Sporting Goods today. They got a pile of snow uh, about two inches. So lots going on. Lots going on across the country. So uh, if you're getting if you're getting a ton of, of weather, man, it's going to start. So uh, big shout-outs to uh, a lot of our partners – these are the, the folks that went to Canada with us and, and did a bunch of business with us and did a bunch of work with us this year already. Uh, shout out to my people at Benelli and Federal Ammo and Mossy Oak. And then we also uh, had the guys from Camp Chef up there and uh, Pattermaster uh, always helping us and Camp Chef. So uh, big shout out to those guys in Leupold as well. Um, like I said, last time we talked, there is a ton of new products out um on the fa side you could hit us up at fabrand.com you go to instagram you go to our uh, facebook page you can hit up our youtube channel youtube channel i mean we just i just put up a bunch of sound files and actual like sound videos of the new fa calls honker call duck call spec call uh snow goose call so those are up uh and we have everything else going on bags uh layout blinds as you know uh the layout blinds are um i mean that's what that's what started the company in 93 uh the cool thing the cool thing is i uh actually spoke to ron latchaw this week this past week who is obviously the founder if you don't know your your info uh ron latchaw is the founder of final approach he started the company and he made a slider blind was what it was called and actually uh, a guy was listening a while ago last week and said hey i I have one of those slider blinds. I want to get in touch with Ron and get it to him. So him and Ron talked or whatever. So I don't know what they're going to do there, but he did have a, a, a slider blind, which blows me away. Cause that's, that's a long time ago. That is a long time ago. So that's 93. Oh, Bill Saunders is on up in Washington, up in tri cities. What up, Bill? Um, bags this year blinds anything that you see that is in a blue logo that's how you know the stuff is new okay all the old stuff will be in red uh bags everything else everything this year is blue so if you want to check out anything new um hit up the fa site uh we're also sold exclusively through rogers sporting goods so you can hit up rogers and go to the website and just rip through it Corey was up at the store today. He's in Missouri. He just hit me up. He said, yeah, I saw a ton of stuff today. So he's he's pretty pumped. So a lot of stuff going on. New blind bag, new backpack. The backpack is incredible. Uh, there's just a lot of stuff going on with the brand. And, and what we're trying to do is we're trying to just come back and 
and bring it to where it was when it, you know when we started it. Uh, I actually got in uh, a long time ago, and it was one of the first companies I ever did anything with. So uh, this is like going back to my roots, and and I'm able to do this that I love, and and this for this company. You know, this was a you know, if you're younger and you don't know the the history of this, you know, go back and do a little info. Um, I mean, it, incredible. I mean, incredible history of the brand. The brand was just ripping. I mean, first layout blinds ever. Everybody was going crazy, grabbing them, and some some folks couldn't even understand it and what to do with it. And but the the real killers were like, oh yeah, this is about to be on. So, uh, so and we're we're just trying to get back to there and then take it to the next level as well. You know, there was a few years uh, where the brand uh, was owned by several different companies, and there was some sections where there was just, you know, a few things wrong with the manufacturing, and, you know, I mean, there was just some issues, you know what I mean? So, my son just got home from school. What up, Cole? Mm-hmm. All right, Bob. So, um, you know, there was a time where that that wasn't that great you know what I mean we admit it we you know we weren't around then I wasn't I wasn't in charge we didn't have the people in place that we do now we didn't have the hardcore waterfowlers that that are in place now I mean everybody that has their hand in the final approach business right now and brand is a waterfowler hunts as many days as they can lives it eats it breathes it like the whole nine so um shout out from Travis and uh Missouri, he said, not what's going on, not not much going on in southwest, west central Missouri. Cornfields are mostly cut, but they still have standing beans. So that's all right, bro. Near Clinton, you'll get there. It's coming. Uh, Dave said he loves his new backpack. Yeah, bro. There's eight million pockets in that backpack. It's bananas. Um, what up, Colin? PA Ray Jackson's watching. What up, Ray? Uh, so lots going on with the brand. Like I said, we're just trying to get back to where we were. Uh, we did a ton of stuff on the layout blinds. Uh, there will be a new blind next year that we're working on to take us to the next level. Uh, there are some other things in the works. I mean, we're already working on some other bags and some other things and, and accessories and, and stuff to help you in the field. You know, the, the one thing that I could tell you about, <clears throat> about the brand is that we're not, we're not here to, you know, make another skew, make another item. Skew is a term we use you know, on the retail side. So we're not here to make another item just to make another item to sell it to you, like make it in this camo or do this. Like we're not trying to do that. We're just trying to make stuff that you will use in the field and be more successful in the field, be more comfortable, whatever, whatever we can do to help you. That's what we're trying to do. So that's what's, that's what we're up to. So, um, what I'm thinking about doing Bobby, I didn't get a I didn't get a report from uh, Steve in Sacramento, so I might try I might try Steve and see if he's around. Uh, let's see. We'll see if he picks up. He's probably gonna curse at me, probably, which would be my guess if he picks up, because he's late on his report. But there's not much going on in Sacramento, so. Well, they might have some early specs and some, uh, they usually have the specs, so. 
All right, he ain't around. Thanks, bro. Thanks for the report. <laughs> <laughs> what a clown. No kidding. Um, if you're uh, international, uh, hit us up because uh, we're starting to move in that international market as well. Uh, Canada, please, please bear with me if you're listening, watching, whatever. Just, man, just bear, just get through this year with me because we got a lot going on. Oh, here we go. Hey, don't don't say anything. You're on the podcast, bro. Don't curse. I mean, you can, but. <laughs> what's up? Hey, what's going on? Uh, I didn't get your report, bro. So tell me what's going on down there. Do you guys have any birds or the specs there, or what's happening? Anything? Actually, we got we got a ton of birds. Uh, you did. It's actually very very surprising for this time of year. Yeah. Uh, specs are full force, mm-hmm. and uh, people are killing them. And I think it's a lack of water right now. Yeah. Um, all our rice obviously isn't uh, is dry. isn't even harvested or or filled up yet. So right. you know, availability of water and food at the same place is kind of exploiting them. Right. So, but other than that, I mean, it'll it'll die off, you know, through the month of November. Right, like and then it'll pick else, back up when you get more. I'll get all their water. And, yeah. And everybody's uh, every you know, a little pressure gets put on them down here. Do you know what's is everybody behind on pumping or what are they going to do or when are they going to start pumping? No, that's actually normal. We don't, I mean, even like my club, we don't even get water till Thanksgiving. I got We're going to get a little early this year. Thank God the farmer's taking off to Cabo. Right. Uh, taking his check and going on vacay. There so you go. So you'll he, get some go November 11th. So we're about oh. two weeks early. Well, that'll be good for you guys because not a lot of people, uh, you'll be probably. You're probably wearing them out a little bit before everybody else because nobody's got water. Correct, correct. Ah. Well, the uh, I mean that's that's kind of average. I mean, we get these late rains and the rice doesn't get in till late, doesn't get off till right. late. And, right. You know, water districts do their thing and then they shut you off. So they try to try to you know make sure the water is available all the way through. So you, we don't pump it early right. just because it's kind of a waste of time and money. Well, it's been uh, it's been believe it or not, it's been dry up here, which is crazy, but. Uh, I was gonna say, aren't you guys raining like uh, <laughs> like twenty eight hours out of a twenty four hour day? Right now, sure? right now we're actually. How long we've we been dry, Bobby? How long we've we been dry? Like ten days almost. Seven days. Seven days. That's like a miracle. Wow. See, Bobby's wow. Bobby's also the weather. Bobby, did you, what's your what's your handle on the weather deal? At Bobby Corser. So if you need weather tips, like if you're around the country and you go, hey, I need some weather, I need some real info, you can hit up Bobby. He's the man on the weather. So, so let me ask you this. Does he yeah. get it right during the summer, but completely like the rest of the weathermen get it wrong during duck season? No, Bobby gets it right during duck season. <laughs> he does, He's off in the summer. He don't care. He just goes, hey, bro, it's going to be hot. Put flip-flops on later. Like, Well, you know, you you know, know what's what I mean? funny is this year our opener, Yeah. We uh, what did we get? Opening day was, you know, opening day is always good. Yeah. But our Sunday, fifty mile an hour winds. <laughs> yeah, you guys it was are fifty well, down here, and they smashed them. Yeah. What's so, uh, where are the fires at? South of you, obviously, but are you guys? Getting... Yeah, it's all in the Bay Area and Sonoma. It's, yeah. Uh, kind of, unfortunately, it's down in the Santa Rosa area, um, where they were hit before. But I don't, I don't think it has anything to do with the electric companies or anything. And obviously, it right. was started on the uh, on those fifty mile an hour wind days, and they couldn't get control of it. It was. I remember. Absolutely I remember. Uh, I remember you doing patrol on that 
and just the video and stuff you sent was just ridiculous, bro. So oh, yeah, it was, shout out it to was those like people and Walking Hulk. Dead. Oh man, Walking Dead. You ever seen that? Yeah, it's it like was, it looked it was, like Zombieland. No doubt, you're yeah. right. Unbelievable, yeah, like nice. just devastation. Yeah, there's no yeah. doubt, no doubt. It's sad. It's sad. But it is. Unfortunately, you know, it's California. I know. Yes, so. the Republic of California. United yeah, don't, Republic. don't get me started on that one. No, we're not going to go there. Hey, so uh, <laughs> Saskatchewan, you were only up there for a little bit. What did you see? Anything else that, that I, I didn't talk about? I said there was a lot of Rosses. It seemed like uh, the snows hadn't moved through, really, the adult and, and just juvie snows. It was just a lot of Rosses. What about you? Anything different? Uh, I was in the very north end of right. Saskatchewan, right. Um, as far as you can get up there. Right. And it was surprising. Uh, I got up there. I went late. I mm-hmm. usually go for five weeks a year, and obviously I had some some surgery issues with my leg, and right. uh, so I didn't get up there till I think I spent the last eight days of our season, which the 14th through the 22nd of October or something like that. Right. And uh, I was surprised to see grinds of. They only stayed for like two days. Um, you would see grinds of snows and you know juvies, adults, a lot of juvies. Right. Um, I thought. You know, there's if you talk to a couple buddy of mine who were up there earlier, he said he saw a lot of adults. Um, but I was surprised that late in the season to see him hitting that that northern part of Saskatchewan. That's now I, I went four slow. hours south of there. Yeah. October, you know, usually they're pushed through for the most part, but I, I would say only two hours south of there. Right. And there was hundreds and thousands of specks and snows, yeah. which was was surprising for me because usually they're they're pushed through and gone by then. Yeah, so, it's a late it's a late move on them. So you know what are you gonna and do? And we had great we had great weather. I mean, honestly, oh yeah, at the end of October you're hunting in snow. It was lows of twenty, highs right. of forty five. I mean, it it wasn't bad at all. It was very right. mild. So right. you know, it's obviously nothing's freezing up completely up there. So it's kind of holding up the migration. But like like right. I said, that was very surprising when I got de- back down here to see the amount of birds yeah. that were that were actually down here. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. I think the best is yet to come. I think, like I said, where I think we're gonna have a real winter, a real slow, steady winter, and we can lean on them and not, you know, yeah, you know, just it just fall apart. You know what I mean? Just like they're here, they're gone. So I think we're I think we're gonna have a decent year. Yeah. All right. All right, okay. bro. Appreciate you. Not a problem. We'll talk to you guys. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. All right. Later. All right. So that was Steve down in Sacramento uh california just chit chat with him i'm actually i just saw rob reynolds is watching up in uh alberta at ranchland outfitters we were up there so i'm gonna rob i'm calling you in a couple minutes here terry holmes i'm i'm guessing that's terry holmes in new zealand uh the sasquatch hairiest man i've ever seen in my life should have been in the circus old chewy um stevie rogers is checking us out what up um so so far it seems like uh everybody's kind of getting a decent go of winter and getting going so i think that's pretty pretty damn good it's about time we finally get uh the real you know a real real winter with like i said just steady even weather doesn't blow in and blow out so we can kind of you know chase them and they're not just here one day and gone so i mean i'm hoping that we just you know just get into them hard so 
I think the best is yet to come. So we'll see what's up. I'm gonna call Rob and see what he's got going on up there because I think, I think they're, I think they're done, and he's probably guiding. He's probably chasing, taking deer guys or something. Uh, Hello. Hey, Bubba, what up? What's up, homie? Yeah. Just uh, chit-chatting with everybody I know, kind of putting out the word of what's going on, and, uh, you know, trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents. treating No, bro. We're going to go. My son, Cole. So Cole's dressing up as Forrest Gump tonight. So good. What about dad? (laughs) Dad's just uh, dad's going to be a grumpy old man. That's what I'm going to (laughs) be. Hey, that's what I am. (laughs) Get out. (laughs) That was that's a hot costume this year, bro. Yeah. What are what are the kids doing? What are they uh what are they dressing up as? Cuz I know I want to know what the youngest one is being because the youngest one is is a firecracker. Stetson's a skeleton. Mhm. And uh Remington's got uh, his hockey gear on with oh, the nice. two uh black eyes. So <laughs> Yeah, I love it. So he might be easy enforcer. I think they got him flip flop. They should be the other. They should versa. be the. They should be the other way around. Well, guess what? I could pretty much. I could pretty much throw some money that Stetson will be in the bushes scaring somebody tonight because he probably thinks that's funny. Oh, so yeah. I guarantee that's going to happen yeah. if it hasn't happened already. So yeah. Hey, how did you? Are you guys Good done? Deal. Are you guys done up there? Uh, guiding? Oh yeah, we're we're done with. We're done with hunters and uh, on to deer season. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow morning, deer season opens, so it'll be oh, kind God. of a circus up here. Oh, I guarantee. Yeah. What is it? Is but it I, uh, rifle deer opens? That's right. Oh, my God. Uh, I was just cruising down the road just a mile from home, and there was uh, a feed of Canada's still in the field. So mm. um, it's just right at freezing here right now, but we're kind of – it's it's almost a done deal up here in so, Alberta. So what about had the snows pushed through heavy then at a certain point, or they're still yet to move really thick? Well, I don't know. This was an odd year for us. We we didn't see the number of snows that we right. normally do, but uh, um, but yeah, last year was kind of the same actually. But uh, you know, the ducks and the the, the darks were were enjoyable. We're so. Right. Right. That made up for any of them white devils. You think um, you think the snows are moving at night and just moving through? What do you think? I don't know. I don't know. Like, uh, you think they're you taking know, the bus? We we still, <laughs> you know, when you were up here, you saw that there were a lot of crops still yes. to, to be cut. Correct. And uh, early on, I think maybe uh, some of them just didn't stop here just rolled uh, through just kept on going a little bit yeah that's my little theory but what do it, i know no it, i listen everybody knows their area you know especially you know for how much you guys scout and what you guys do we're talking to rob reynolds up at ranchland outfitters up in alberta uh i call it uh the world's finest uh uh outfitting service for waterfowl that's what i call it so well thank you i don't i don't I don't know if you could. I don't know if you write that down or do anything, but that's up in up in Canada, bro. You guys are uh, you guys got a first class operation. I've been going there for a long, long time. Rob's a good guy, good friend, and uh, very, yeah, very good that. place. Yeah, bud. You, you, one of your buddies shot a, a quill up here this year. Oh my god, Timmy was going crazy. Well, I was going crazy because I was screaming, 
Yeah, before before you got out to the field, we shot a quill. Yeah. I, I put it on Instagram. It's been everywhere. Um, yeah. And, uh, oh, my God, I was screaming, and everybody had their earplugs in, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and Brad said, I thought somebody got shot. And I said, what? <laughs> he said, you were screaming your head off. And I was like, yeah. I was saying, kill the quill. Kill it. Kill it. <laughs> <laughs> And, and they did shoot funny. it. It was a toad too. It was. It was. Yeah. That was a big bird. Now, if you guys paid attention to Instagram and and photos and stuff last year, uh, it was early October, first week of October, when we shot the four legged duck, and that's where we shot it. We shot it up at Rob's last year, and uh, wasn't that the wildest looking thing? Oh my God! I just I couldn't believe. Um, and you guys can search for it if you if you didn't see the picture, and I'll I could always throw it up whenever because it's on my phone. But um, I, I couldn't believe the amount of people and views that that picture had. Remember, we were we were like in camp, just like staring at the phone, going, "Bro, we just talked like a half an hour ago, hour ago, and there's another hundred thousand views." Like, I wake up the next morning yeah. and it's like it's six hundred and fifty thousand. I was like, oh my yeah. god! So yeah, just in a couple of days, I think on uh, oh when god. I put it up, there was a million, yeah, million views, in, right? In you know, just short order, right? That's what I said. I'll, I I can't believe that. So if you're a waterfowler and and you you know even just look at pictures or you got into it or whatever, you're not in it that far. I know you saw that picture because it circulated everywhere. Oh my god! I mean, the guide, yeah. the guide thought we were playing a joke on him. He was like. He's like, who took feet and and stuffed it in this other duck? Like, what are you guys doing? And I was like, bro, they're attached. Look at, like, like, look at this isn't coming off. Like, it's right there. Yeah. And he's like, oh my it god. Like, he's like, uh, get away from me. Stop midair, and the other one piled into him from behind. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. it it was very. Uh, weird like I, I remember taking it I remember Brad Fence and Brad's taking the pictures and doing everything and I remember like just we had it on the back of the pickup and we're I'm like looking at it I'm like going through the feathers and I'm like lifting it up and I'm like I'm like wait a minute like like those two legs like in the middle like they're underneath the skin and they were they were dead though you know what I mean but they were still there it was it was like a taxidermy project it was so yeah it was like a science project it was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my, you know. Yeah, I got a call uh, or a a message. Some dude from the Smithsonian (laughs) Institute wanted to preserve the the fine specimen and do (laughs) studies on it. (laughs) It was it was a unique piece for sure. Well, don't don't you remember? Then there was uh, there was a bunch of guys then that came on and posted and said that happens a lot in the like in the chicken world. You know what I mean? Like, right. like in yeah. the, uh, you know, like chicken farming or whatever the case would be. I don't know that. I didn't know that. So, uh, that was all news to me, but I mean, heck between me and you and Brad and how many years that the three of us have been, you know, chasing waterfowl, I've never seen anything like that or even heard of anything like that in my life, you know? No. Oh my no, God. one of a kind. I don't think I'll ever see that again. No, no. That's why I said, when is that? When is that going to happen? Like I, yeah. Everybody I told that story to was like, 
and show them, you know, you got to show them the picture. You can't, it's on my phone. It never comes off. Like, it's like, all you got to do is pull up the picture and everybody's like, what? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. When's your season open up there in uh, Washington or Oregon? So we uh, we opened up on the well when I was up there on the fifteenth. Uh, we opened we opened down here. It's just been kind of a slow go. Uh, we haven't had a lot of rain yet, so the storms and everything are just kind of getting started. So uh, yep. and we haven't had a real push of real birds yet either. So. Uh, well, the other day it was uh, it was down to like minus three Fahrenheit. Oh, good. And water was, you know, all the big waters locked up. There's, you know, a few rivers, of course, that are still holding birds. Right, right. Um, but uh, right now it's it everything was, it was should above be freezing today. Right. And, but the the forecast is generally tending downwards this time of year. So. Well. Uh, by the by the tenth of November, it's it'll be full on winter here. And, Expect all our birds to be gone. Well, you'll have to put a coat on then, way. probably, huh? You'll have to put a coat on, maybe. <laughs> nah, that's uh, in December. We'll put jackets on in December. <laughs> Rob Reynolds, Ranchland Outfitters. We're talking to Rob. Uh, he's up in Alberta, uh, a kind of Elk Point. He's kind of in the north east section of Alberta. Almost. I mean, I mean, how far? You're not. You're only like an hour and a half or so from the Saskatchewan border, right, or something like that, or closer. Uh, Less, less than that. Yeah. Like 35 miles. Yeah. I mean, you're right up there. Um, so you said deer opens up. Um, what, um, how many guys you got? You got a bunch in camp? Yeah, it's not a, it won't be a busy, busy month. And I don't take a, I don't take a ton of deer hunters, but it'll be steady the whole way through. And actually we got a bunch, we were out checking cameras today and, uh, we got, we got a good bunch of, you know, good bunch of candidates on the hit list. So, well, that's good. We're looking forward to a good season. Well, that's good. I mean, the thing, <clears throat> the thing about uh, the thing about gun season is, I stay home, bro. I might, I, I would wear orange sitting on the couch. Probably is what I would do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it gets gets a little western, but uh, <laughs> no, we we put all our hunters up and uh, heated, elevated. Uh, tower blinds and it's uh it's less western that way and yeah you know, it definitely is it can get way. it can get western though even from that so who knows yeah well good good thanks for checking in up here all good buddy let me know if you're coming down this way you always have a spot to come here i know you're gonna hit you're gonna hit what the ISE show down in in sacramento yeah yeah, yeah so we'll be in sac i'm going to the nra show and okay. uh in Nashville. Oh yeah. Come check us out. Yeah. And then you come to Shot Show and see us at Shot. We'll be there. That'll be fun. Living large and sh- at Shot. There you go. All right, well good. Hey, have fun. I they got some good food around there in Vegas. Oh, bro. We have to do dinner one night. Yeah, we're yeah, we'll go whatever you want to go uh I don't know what's your favorite and if Lori comes with you, but whatever your favorite is, uh we can find it there. There's there's way too many places to go in Vegas as far as food. So yeah. Right on. All right, awesome. Good to hear from you. Thanks for checking in. All right, bud. Hey, have fun with trick-or-treating. Tell the boys I said hi and Lori, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you. Thanks, bud. Okay. Yep. Rob Reynolds, Ranchland Outfitters. Rob's got just – man, Rob's got an incredible place up there. Just – he's lights out. I mean – they they do their work. That's one of the things to stress out, you know what I mean, and and to stress – 
you know, you get you get out of this what you put in. I mean, I mean, he's got a ton of spotters on the road. They know what they're doing. They're they're using their maps. They're using their contacts. They're they're going at it hardcore all the time. The guides are hardcore. Everybody from top the bottom, the kitchen staff is hardcore. Like everybody is in, and uh, it's such a cool place and such a great time. And uh, and he's just a good friend. He's just a good dude. Um, and that's that's kind of that's kind of how we we go about this business. You know, you you, you kind of have fun with uh, people that you enjoy being with and hanging out with and shoot some birds and go out and and it's just all about the camaraderie and and everything about it so it's uh it's good it's good fun all the way around um if there's any other comments or anything we're almost close to uh well we started a little late but i don't have a running clock what do you got bobby we're at like 45 maybe uh 37 oh we're all we got time all right uh, if anybody's got anything to add or any questions about any products or anything happening, give us a shout. Like I said, uh, lots of, lots of new stuff. I know we just added the, uh, FA calls to the website. Um, you know, listen, I, I, I succumbed to the, the call deal and said, all right, we'll, we'll do some and we'll make some. Uh, I didn't want to get into the call side of things. I was, I was in the call side of the business when I worked for, uh, Buck and then Fred and I just didn't want to do I wanted to be done with calls and just you know just not do it but we did it and uh, we got some we we actually got really affordable calls that can get it done in the field um, I didn't want to be really expensive I didn't want to be outrageous I just wanted to you know I said if we're going to do this let's do some some mid-range calls, like sixty dollars. Uh, they're made out of a a, a poured plastic, a poured material that hardens up, and the elements don't mess with it. It's pretty cool that way. Uh, so there's no. Uh, hold on, Corey. I just saw your email, and I'll get to that in a second here. Um, you know the thing about it is. It, the elements don't affect it, uh, so it's not like wood or anything else. It's really, it's really a good material. It sounds good. It's not a, it's not a tinny sound like polycarbonate, uh, so you kind of get a decent sound off of it. And uh, I mean, we just tuned them easy, and and it, you know, the best we could. Like the honker sounds really good. It's got a deep sound. It's got a good crack. The spec call, I think, is probably. Uh, as far as everything about it, I think that one is probably the top of the list for me. The duck call, the double read, uh, open bore, because it's just got a little more gas to it. Both of those are probably my favorites. The honker call runs, no problem. I had to tune mine a lot heavier because I'm just used to blowing. I grew up blowing Saunders, and I blow real hard. And, and uh, you know, I, I have Bill's traffic, and I run that an awful lot. Um, but the FA call is 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 damn good for the price you know what i mean so um and the other thing is is we got a snow uh if you're running electronic or you want to have a backup you know we're just trying to get into the market and have some stuff for everybody else uh, and just try to do what we can Corey's uh through a question what's the best way to set up to get snow geese in oregon and washington man it depends on what part of the state you're in good god um 
I mean, I mean, Bill, Bill Saunders, I mean, Bill knows his way around the east side of the state and, and that section. And man, you got to fight, you got to fight the spots over there and a lot of the people over there. And then you head north and, or, uh, northwest in Washington and you're, you're fighting that whole Skagit Flats and everything there. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, as far as that goes, I mean, bro, good luck. I mean, it's probably you. I mean, first you got to have the best property. You got to find the X or get a property that they're trading back and forth on. And if you're not on the X and you're in between or wherever you are, you better run a pile of decoys and, uh, and you better be hit as best you can. Uh, we're starting to get more snows here in Oregon and Washington. Um, you know, you guys in, in Washington, you get them through that Skagit and the I-5 quarter up there. We're not getting them. They kind of bypass us. Um, they bypass us and go right down to California. And the guys on the east side of the state, like I said, where Bill is and in that slot down Tri-Cities and Kennewick, and they're, they're hovering in that, you know, in that triangle area in between the rivers and what's going on over there. And there's a lot of winter wheat and there's a lot of Man, there's a lot of circles over there. So, I mean, it's all going to start. It's all going to start, Corey, with the property, and then you're going to have to figure it out from there, bro. You're going to have to see if it's, you know, good property. Can you get in between? Can you get underneath them? Can you run some traffic? Can you do, you know, a ton of decoys? What do you got to do? I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be a grind. Like the snow goose thing is not for everybody. There's no doubt about it. It is it is a rough one. So. I say uh, uh, good luck. If you if you got other questions, if you want to email me or do anything, you know, get in touch with me whenever, and I'll try to help you. But it's a it's definitely a numbers game, and it's a property game too, and a, uh, a where you're at. So that's definitely a tough one. You can, uh, you know, you can run if you're trying to run numbers. You can go after the whole sock deal. Um, I mean, we. Uh, we pushed hard to get our socks out uh, that were somewhat affordable as well as uh, set up and take down. You know what I mean? You can push, um, you know, you could push it down and pop it up with one hand and get it pretty, uh, get it up and down pretty fast just because you can set up quick and take down quick. I know, you know, when we were trying them out on the spring hunt, uh, a couple of years ago, we were checking them out and, and trying to make sure that was the right thing to do and, and the spine and the collapsible spine and the whole deal. And and after the second day, everybody was like, dude, I'm, I'm done picking up these other decoys. I'll just pick up the I'll just pick up the F.A. ones and we're good. So uh, I knew we had something there and it was working really good. So um, <clears throat> Corey just plugged in and said, uh, I was told God created snow geese to separate the men from the boys. There's no doubt. And in Missouri, you guys really, really have to, uh, you really get separated over there, but it's, it's no, it's no different anywhere you chase them. You got to have numbers. Um, yeah. Corey just threw that back at me. Yeah. Klamath Lake. Absolutely. Uh, you go down the Klamath and summer Lake and you go down to that areas in Southern Oregon. Absolutely. You're going to get a pile of snows down there. I mean, uh, summer Lake was building as we were talking, uh, two weeks ago, I was talking to some youngsters who kind of went down there and were chasing them. And I was like, yeah, you got to wait till about Halloween, check the numbers and, and see, but it's a, you know, you got to catch them on, on a windy day and catch them on the right way coming out and try to put as many decoys as you can. There's no doubt. So, uh, there's definitely areas, um, 
but you gotta you gotta pick and choose your battles. I mean, usually on the snows, it's a it's a numbers battle and putting as much out as you can. And like I said, it's still a property game. You gotta figure out where they are. Uh, and if they don't frustrate you after the first 10 minutes, then you're not doing it right because I guarantee you that you'll want to you'll want to pull your hair out. Like there is there is one 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 species of waterfowl that that frustrates me that that I get mad at, and that's definitely the snows. And when I get mad at them, I want to just I want to I want to pour the wood to them pretty good. <laughs> so <laughs> hey, so. Uh, like I said, this is the podcast second uh, second uh, episode of it. Let's call it. Uh, you're listening to the Final Approach podcast. I'm Mario, and uh, shout out to the guys that have helped us this year uh, up in Canada and throughout the year doing stuff. And that's and that's the folks at Benelli uh, and everybody there. Uh, JJ, my buddy at at Federal Ammunition, for helping us out. Where they they just ship some ammo down to Oklahoma, so we can go down there and chase some birds down there. Uh, we're doing a ton of stuff with Mossy Oak this year. Um, I've been a Mossy Oak guy for a long time and, um, man, we just, uh, we just put a lot of backing into, uh, into them and they backed us a bunch and, and we're doing, uh, a, a bunch of patterns with them on, on the items. Uh, we have some bottom line items. We got uh, obviously some blades items. And if you haven't seen the eliminator, the original eliminator in, uh, original shadow grass man i'm telling you it's uh it's as cool as it gets so you got to check uh check those out if you haven't you can hit up the website at fabrand.com uh, our social media pages instagram facebook uh you can head over to our youtube channel um which is uh we got that up just look final approach up and go there and we can get you uh man tons of videos on all the products we're adding as much as i can uh, and as fast as I can and getting stuff up there. So hopefully we could have every product up there so you could take a look at it, uh, learn a little bit more about it. Like I said, on the calls, we just put the sound files up. So we're, you know, we're going as fast as we can. Okay. So big shout outs to everybody who's helped us. All right, Bobby, I think we're good to go. Um, appreciate everybody checking in. Talk to Steve down in California. Uh, we talked to my buddy Rob up at Ranchland Outfitters up in Alberta. Big shout outs to Rob. If you're heading out trick or treating, be safe. Watch the kids. If you're driving, watch the kids. Uh, and just uh, get after them. We'll talk to you guys next week or whenever we get the next podcast up. And if you have any questions or anything, you could always throw us a, an email uh, at outfitters at fabrand.com. Uh, outfitters with a s and then at fabrand.com you could just throw it there and i could uh, bring that on the next podcast or do whatever we need to do and uh, we'll get you some questions get you some answers and get you some tips so all right appreciate it final approach podcast episode two in the books appreciate everybody and uh enjoy your day and your season we'll talk to you soon